For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District episode 101. That's right. We are past the 100 mark as of now. I'm Nathan Perry. That is, go this way, that's Trevor. And uh, we've got a great show for you. Stoner is traveling. He will be back, I believe, next week's show is what we're looking at. You'll miss the day after reckoning for the Browns. Don't worry. We'll be bringing you a day after reckoning. Trev and I will be holding that one down much like we're holding down today's show. I am on location, still traveling, but I couldn't miss too many shows. I've been missing you guys, Trev. I've really been missing you. It's been kind of weird not having all three of us on, I'll tell you that. Like, there's... It's just weird. I missed you too. So it is, yeah, it is the holiday season. We got to get that time with the family. I am, uh, like I said, on location. Want to give a big shout out to my uh, mother and father in law who've been hosting us. It's been a good Christmas break. In fact, actually, she will appreciate that I'm wearing her shirt. Nice. So uh, it's been a good Christmas and it's gonna be a good weekend for washington and we're gonna talk about that during today's show of course during the cool down we're gonna be bringing you our game predictions what do we think is gonna happen we do that in the way of dollar dollar bets no real money being passed along there but it's just trying to put that extra emphasis on this is what we think is gonna happen during the game we will be previewing that cleveland browns game it's a playoff type game trev they've got to win it no choice nope zero choice then during here, during the warmups, I will give up my I'll give my final thoughts on the game against the 49ers. And yeah. we'll be talking about Carson Wentz starting. And of course, there's this mascot thing that oh we'll God. touch on. But I have a feeling both of us are in the same camp here. It does does doesn't matter. No, not 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 at all. Like we don't care. Yeah, we're not the target <laughs> demographic for, for no, that. No, it's no reveal, but we'll get to it, but whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Let's close out the 49ers right now. Okay. Uh, before I start, because I know you guys had a whole whole hour show, which I did watch uh, afterwards. That Once everyone went to bed, I was downstairs on the couch on my phone, like listening to you guys <laughs> at one and a half times speed. And go. it was just like, okay, what did you, what did you guys have to say there? Uh, any lasting thoughts from you? No, um, like I said on Monday, once we found out that our playoff position was not going to change no matter what happened in our game at 4 o'clock, I kind of went into it like, all right, let's see how we 
hold up against a really good defense, really good team in case we do meet them down the road or play a playoff team like that down the road. Let's see what happens. Um, I wanted to win. You never wish to lose, obviously. Um, and then outside of that, the only thing that really beat us was the, the two George Kittle big plays, second half, and the Ray, the Ray Ray McLeod uh, touchdown. Other than that, Christian McCaffrey got his, but he really didn't do anything surprising outside of the, the norm. And so it's just like, it is what it is. I'm ready for Cleveland now. So, Yeah. I, I think that was a big relief for a lot of people because I think most people expected to lose to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there were some that thought Brock Purdy was there for the picking, uh, but just thought 49ers as a better team. Not only that, but – they thought that Detroit and uh, Seattle would win their games and push mm-hmm. us out of that seventh seed, but all the games fell to our favor. Yeah. And, you know, Washington remained the seventh seed regardless of the outcome there. So I think that took off a huge relief. That being said, going into halftime 7 7, I felt pretty strong about where too. we stood in that game. And then the mm-hmm. wheels fell off. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't the the miscues from Taylor Heineke, it was the defense just being ate up, um, and 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 it, the game got away from us, and it was disappointing to see that because really I felt up until halftime that was a game that we were at least in it. Oh, you know, we sure. could be respectable. Uh, you know, I my game my game prediction I think was the closest is both of you picked Washington. I picked the 49ers 20 to 6. Mm-hmm. Thought it was gonna be a little bit lower scoring. Uh I think yeah. the biggest thing was Cam Curl being gone from that defense. And that's where you got Kittle kind of running rampant out there. And of course that big 74 uh or 71 yard running uh rushing attempt from a wide receiver not named Debo Samuel. <laughs> yeah. So it is it was an interesting game to watch glad the pressure was off but i also wanted so bad going into that game trev after those more after those early afternoon games yeah. knowing that at worst we'd be in the same spot i was just like if we can surprise the world and win right. mm-hmm. then we have this cushion now we don't have a cushion the walls no. are closing in green bay yeah. now in the mix if green bay and wins I, out there i know i know you invited them yeah green bay doesn't need just they they need help they need us to win only one of the next two games we got to lose a game for green bay we got to lose a game for detroit got to lose a game for seattle i think seattle who had one of the higher percentage chances of making the playoffs about three weeks ago Mm -hmm. has been the one who's fallen flat the most washington has benefited from that because they managed to stay into that seventh spot. Detroit's mm-hmm. doing what they're supposed to do up until this last game where they got walloped, absolutely yeah. pummeled, as our yeah. man Stoner <laughs> likes to say. So we'll see where it stands. The important part here is, and this is what I was talking with Michael before the chat is, Washington controls its own destiny. A lot of people, including Michael, were saying that we're backing into the playoffs. We're not. Like we're we're definitely stumbling our way into the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, but we're not backdooring our way. Backdooring our way would be having you know needing one of those other teams to lose. We're not. We don't mm-hmm. need that. We just need to win out, and that's possible. And then we posted a uh, Trev. I know we're kind of getting ahead of myself on the playoff chances, but I posted no, something about that. So we'll talk about playoff chances in a little <laughs> bit. Let's talk to some of these people in the chat because we got lots of people. We got Michael Alcatone, Gus Bus. Uh, Elian in the chat, Yam as well. I think I might have mentioned him. Uh, Mike Lee, Steady Eddie, 
uh, MG, Thomas, everybody's in there. Appreciate you all in the chat. You guys keep this this show going, uh, even when we got ourselves going around on the uh, on the Christmas holidays. Uh, before we get to this mascot talk, I want to talk to yeah. you about who we're sponsored by. And first off, that's going to be the Sky Bar. Head down Let's to Lexington, see. Virginia. Get yourself a free beverage. All you have to do is mention Ref the District to our man Trev there. Mm-hmm. Uh, changed up the hours for the holidays, right? A little bit. Yeah, we have been closed all week. We will be, we'll be back January 2nd, um, full force. So, yeah. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, we look forward to the return of the Sky Bar. Check them out on the second. You'll hear from our other sponsors, Manscaped and Pacers Running, a little bit later on. The MG here telling us that we're not winning out. Uh, Don't bring that energy in here, MG. Come on, man. It's the holiday MG, season. So. <laughs> we're gonna just like the team. We're gonna take this one at a time. Let's beat <laughs> Cleveland, and we'll talk yeah, about man. that. Anywhere. This is the energy we need here is from see no one. Mistake free, we can beat anybody. Exactly. That's what it's going to take here. uh, Absolutely. To to make that happen. This mascot (laughs) thing, before we get to the big talk, which is Carson Wentz and then, of course, the Cleveland game. Yeah. This mascot, do you feel like the rollout to this? I mean, this is pretty typical Washington Mm -hmm. uh, franchise at this point. It was Mm -hmm. supposed to be revealed during the game. Yep. Then there was like some either planned leaks or accidental leaks that yep. the name is Tutty and it's the hog. Mm-hmm. And then the the team posted an image with the hog like like silhouette, not even a silhouette, like you could see the pink off of this the 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 mascot there. Yeah. So it's saying like we're gonna reveal the mascot. I just don't know what's going on with, with them, Trev. Tell me what's going on. Um, whoever is in charge of the marketing for the team or like, you know, like whoever's in charge, they need to have a meeting with them because this is atrocious. I mean, it's expected now because of the whole, all the other debacles that we have reveals about this the debacles, season. Debacles, as you guys called me out on. Yeah, the debacles. Um. Also, it's funny how you're revealing the mascot on the day that the hogs are going to be honored at home. I mean, that won't not, half of them won't even be there. There's going to be yeah, some missing they have numbers. A whole, is there? Yeah, lawsuit on with them going on against Dan Snyder and the gang. So it's like, it's just. I mean, it is what it is. I don't really care. I mean, until we start winning things, who cares about a mascot? And I've been to a lot of games, and yes, there are kids. But they're not as many kids as you as people think. There really aren't. So the mascot thing is a cool thing for kids, but it's time to win a game so we can make the playoffs. Why don't you wait till next season or during the off season to announce the mascot? You want to do it on the second to last game of the season, a home game with playoff contention on the on the line. I just don't. Yeah. And your reveal is not a reveal because, like you said, you can clearly see. I mean, it was on the pig. It's and choreographed with all the hogs. The pen opens up, yeah, and the pen open. Like it's not a dog pen; it's definitely a pig pen. So it's like, cool. We're the hogs next. (laughs) You know? Yeah, it 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 is. So again, we're not the demographic. I think that there's going to be a lot of fun things later on, and I think that as we see Tutty in the stadium, you know, of course we'll high five and we'll be interactive with it, but it's just not. I don't know. It's 
it's interesting. And then it was kind of deflated as, as we mentioned about the hogs, not going to be there. They're suing Dan Snyder because Dan mm-hmm. Snyder's kind of focused on players that didn't bring championships as those were their words. And uh, just kind of using them as a, as to get money and they're <laughs> not seeing any of it. A very weird situation in that regard. I saw a lot of people taking some of those words out of context and they were kind of, they kind of, I don't know where it started, but all of a sudden people were like, Oh, the hogs are mad that Sean Taylor's getting, and maybe they're just oh, reading between no. the lines and, and, uh, and, and seeing that, uh, the name, by the way, uh, Gus bus is Tutty. So after touchdowns, <laughs> it's Tutty, it's Tutty the hog. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, the, the, the hogs, the, the the hogs not the mascot not tutty but the the offensive lineman put put out a uh thing and they did talk about giving credence to those players who have won a championship and not necessarily those players who haven't i think people read between the lines there and were like oh they're coming after Sean Taylor and the and then also the fans kind of turned on them yeah like you saw mm-hmm. also it went, went from like the teams the the fans are mad at at Dan Snyder and the team again because they can't get anything right and these legendary players don't want to be a part of this organization to then somebody mentioning Sean Taylor and then the fans all of a sudden turning on the offensive the, lineman yeah. hogs mm-hmm. and I was like where did where did Sean Taylor even get brought up here only because they said to honor people who have like accomplished things or stop honoring people who yeah. haven't some something like that which it is what it is. Not my. It's not my business. I'm. Much, I'm just. Yeah, a football fan. I, I think it'll be interesting to see again how it unfolds because yeah. it, it's just this, we this know that this, nothing solid. ever, nothing ever comes easy. A lot oh. of people now talking about you know Dan Snyder selling and then the whole new rebrand. So we don't even have to deal with Tutty for for that long. But it, no, it is. Just, it's, no a, matter what. it's a it's a silly silly thing. Yeah, uh, Thomas asking if our mascot is the hogs, why is our name not the hogs? I mean, hey, <laughs> I liked it. I, I was a vote for me. But. Oh, so, and this was the other thing, Trev, is uh, I find funny is people are now coming out against hogs when by far that was like the number one thing people yeah. wanted was hogs. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's the hogs, and the hogs don't want to be there. And then the hogs come after, don't really come after Sean Taylor. Now people are like, "Oh, the hogs are stupid." I was like, eh, "Well, one, I always thought the hogs <laughs> was a stupid mascot, but uh, it is what it is. It's just a, it's a silly situation." There are lots mm-hmm. of teams, by the way, Thomas, that have a mascot that's not actually the team name. So yeah. we won't be, we won't be the first one. It's kind of hard to have a commander um, mascot, mascot, yeah. and, and unless you were going too far onto the military side of things. Yeah, it's it is what it is there. Um uh Elion here. Sean Taylor is the reason I and many others watch football. Nobody ever said that about no hogs. That's not true. That's not true. Lots of people in the 70s and 80s and probably some of the early 90s. They'll talk to my time. That's why I really don't have anything to say. And that's where I think Elion's talking about here is is that was 40 years ago. That was the 80s. That was the 90s, uh, 70s and 80s, predominantly in early 90s. I was, I'm an 85 baby. You're an 87 baby. Yeah, We didn't yeah. really get to see those era, era. You know, we saw Sean Taylor. We have mm-hmm. an attachment and they're trying to, this is, this is the part where the franchise is trying to, 
you know, they're trying to grow new fans. They're trying to bring in the crowd that remembers Sean Taylor. And they don't have a lot over the last decade to really pull yeah. into from success. They don't really have some for a lot of last three decades. And they also did lose a lot of fans who were of the Hogs era, who did tune in to watch the Hogs and uh, because of the name change. And yeah. it's a whole, like we like, I like to say, debacle. Um, it's a whole debacle <laughs> and it doesn't affect what's on the field. Not even close. Not even close. What affects on the field is the play of a quarterback. Yeah. And that is Carson Wentz got the starting <laughs> nod from Ron Rivera. He's we said on Monday's show, it was going to take him a couple of days to kind of feel the locker room. Ron Rivera yeah. then comes out and says, I'm still kind of trying to feel the locker room, see who's best. Comes out, Carson Wentz is the starter. Trev, you're happy. I am. Tell me why are you happy? Because we can move the ball downfield. We can put points on the board. Got a live arm. Point, points might be debatable because they averaged about the same amount of points uh, per game uh, during Carson Wentz tenure. And he, they put up more points uh, you know, they put up those, those, those heavy, hefty points the first couple, but then they kind of went down, especially as he was dealing with the injury and, and, um, and stuff, but the, 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 the Taylor Heineke could move the ball down the field now, but Taylor Heineke did struggle. And this was a stat that you, uh, uh, brought up. Do you want to pull up that stat right now for yes. us? Yeah. Taylor Heineke in between the fifth, the, so the five yard line and the 14 yard line. Yep. They call that the, the low, low red, red zone. zone which is like the red zone within the red zone because the red zone is from the 20-yard line to the goal line, for those who don't know. This stat is from Dan Steinberg, Steinberg I guess, of the Washington Post, D.C. Sports. Yep. From the uh, 5 to the 14, Taylor Heineke has completed 33% of his passes, and that's by far the worst mark in the NFL, 33%. But wait, there's more. Since 2000, going on 23 years ago, I'm 35 years old. So around the age of me being 12-year-old to now, out of 752 qualified quarterbacks, and Washington has had about at least 30 of those in my time, <laughs> Heineke's completion percentage is tied for 727th out of 752. Oof. Oof. So it ain't all just Scott Turner, okay? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is. But it all ain't. A lot of it's Taylor Heineke. The stats to prove it. The play on the field is prove it. Film don't lie. I mean, you see all these other quarterbacks improvise and find somebody else that's open or do whatever. And Taylor has done that. Don't get me wrong. He has the infamous pylon dive and, you know, all this stuff. But we're talking about as this season right here, he has not been cashing in. So it's time to make a change. Whether it's it, 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 it is time to make a change, and that's one of the things I get. Why the Heineke Hive is is still staunchly defending him, uh, and people and people really, really don't like Carson Wentz, and they're really letting their feelings known about that. He, I don't think either one are great quarterbacks, but right. Taylor Heineke and I think Ron Rivera talked to to this a little bit. Right, it was easy to stay with Taylor Heineke when they were winning. Yep. Taylor Heineke is 0-2 and one over his last three games during a playoff push, a yeah. time where and and this is one of those things people 
hated on Carson Wentz last year for needing to win one of the last two games. And Carson Wentz lost both games. And people were hating on Carson Wentz for that. Mm-hmm. And here we have Taylor Heineke literally being gifted by the, the NFL all the chances in the world to seal the deal for Washington. Beat the Giants the first game, and you take control as the as the sec as the sixth seed, which mm-hmm. they didn't do. They ended up lucking into it because of how everything went and the tie was there. Then you lose to the Giants and nearly find your way out of the playoffs. But again, yep. the games kind of roll your way. You stay in the seventh seed. And you know, you, you had a chance against San Francisco to again try to change the narrative, and it just didn't happen. He's had he's had crucial turnovers during those those games as mm-hmm. well. So even though his box score stats of passing yards and and uh, completion percentage might have looked a little bit better than uh, than some of his previous games, because that was what was humorous to me. There was a lot of bad Taylor Heineke games that you could have pulled him out during the win streak and said mm-hmm. no. But they stuck with him. Now he was having mm-hmm. much better box scores, minus mm-hmm. the of course the turnovers, and this is where they yank him. But you go o two and one, and this is so everyone who's hating this move. Carson Wentz was two and four, and people love to point that out. If you look over the last, you know, everyone likes to point to his, his six three and one record. Taylor Heineke six three and right. one record. If you look over the last six games, tell me what he's done. Thank you. And and. And he hasn't done anything to show me that he's the one to be there. And Carson Wentz might offer a spark. I'm not saying he's going to. He does, as some of our, as you pointed out, and some of the others, he does have a, that live arm. That's something that we saw even in that San Francisco game. A lot of people are talking about San Francisco. He's going up against the prevent defense. He was at, at one point. That first drive, they were still blitzing. Yeah, they blitzed the crap out of them. Playing, they were playing uh, man coverage. Mm-hmm. And, and so they're – there's going to be some interesting things we're going to see come, you know, against the Browns. And we'll be talking about that, but Carson Wentz does offer a little bit more in the way of vertical threat. He, which is something our wide receivers can provide, you know, and he's maybe he's not the most accurate. We've seen some of these throws that are over or some of these throws that are behind, but when they're on target, that ball gets there in such a quickness that it gives our wide receivers a chance to do something with it. And that's where I think the biggest difference is going to be. It, it puts Washington into a bit of a pickle here um, when it comes to what to do next season, because if he does well, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to have to, you're going to ride with them next year. And that's something yeah. I didn't want, but you know, because I don't think he has shown enough to be the franchise QB, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe he becomes Nick Foles, has a couple okay games, wins wins these next two, gets into the playoffs, and just goes off. That'd be dope, bro. For 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 Washington, you never know. The teams in the in in the NFC hunt, Washington's beat Philadelphia. They've mm-hmm. taken uh, Minnesota down to the wire. Actually, oh, locked them by three points after having a ten point fourth quarter lead. Um, San Francisco beat the bricks off of us. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, this, any team that comes out of the South, I'm not really that concerned about, uh, Dallas. Okay. We got one more game to see what, what we're capable of doing against Dallas lost to Cooper rush led Dallas team back in the beginning of the season. 
We'll see. It's a different team now. It's a very yes. different team now. Very and then the Giants. God help us if we go up against the Giants, because I really can't take losing to them as uh, really realistically a third time in the season, because a tie and two losses would be pretty much just as bad as three in, in that regards. So those are the teams that you'd be up against in the playoffs. Washington has a chance there. So, but to do that, they're going to have to get there in the first place. Carson Wentz will be leading them against the Browns. And that's what we're going to be talking about here during the game. The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and DC. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.